You need to voice that to them. They need to know that you can picture them in a special future. I've said this to you before. But, but be able to, to know them well enough to say, you know what I could see in the future for you? Watch this. Whew, man, you'd be good at this. See? Now, they don't have to follow what you said, but they've got to know that there's something out there that they were meant for because of the way they were wired. And, and 50 says, uh, they say that, that it's important that you do actively, in a committed way, whatever is necessary to equip them for that. Whatever training, whatever schooling, whatever arrangements you can do to kind of usher them in a practical way toward that, do it. But there's one thing that Trent and Smalley don't mention, and maybe it's not because it's not specifically in this passage, that I think is very important for you to be able to send them away from you. And that is this. I think you need to know that you have passed on the most powerful area of competence that is not in their control, but that is in their um, life, has been bestowed upon them. Jesus did this for all the disciples, including you and I. If you would like to turn to Luke chapter 9, verse 1 and 2, I'm going to show you something that I suspect not many of you have ever told your children, but I want you to tell it to your children, if they are believing children. If they're not believing children, it doesn't apply yet. But when they become believing children, this will apply to them. Because Jesus didn't give just this admonition to 12 people. He gave it to all those who follow him for their ministry. Look at what it says in the first verse. And he called the 12 together. Luke chapter 9. And he called the twelve together and gave them power and authority over all the demons and to heal diseases. And then he sent them out. Now what does that mean practically in your life? What does that mean in the life of your son or daughter? It means this. They've got to realize what they've got in Jesus Christ. You know, the word power in Greek is dunamis. We get the word dynamite from it. Jesus gives them, as believers, everything they need to accomplish what they need to accomplish for long-term eternal good in this world. They can take any situation and never have to feel so weak that they can't accomplish what God wants accomplished in that situation. There is not one situation they need to feel like they are too weak to handle. They need to know that. And not only do they have that power... But authority in Greek, exousia, means that God has put them in that role. He has bestowed upon them the right, the admonition to use that spiritual power. Now let me tell you what good this does. To some of you, this sounds kind of spooky, especially if you've not been a Christian for very long. You've never been trained in these things. It sounds strange to you. But let me tell you something. Most of you know how this world comes out is not directly in correlation with all of the ability you have, all the intelligence you have, uh, all of the charm you have. You, you know that, that how this world comes out is many times dependent on forces you can't handle. Things happen that you have no control over. And you don't know how to speak to those things. You don't know how to be comfortable in that arena. 
those of you who are Christians for a long time know some of the names of those forces called powers and principalities and rulers. See, this is important for you. Maybe some of you don't know this. It's important for you to know that God himself will manage and be sovereign over the long-term results of anything. What happens to you doesn't kill you. The real danger is how it turns out. Now, you respond to what happens. But how it turns out is what God arranges for. And so you've got to pray towards the how it turns out. And you've got to take authority in any given situation to speak that how it's going to turn out is to God's benefit and to your benefit. He's going to get it done. Now, your kids need to know they've got that authority, they've got that power through Jesus Christ, and no matter what it looks like on the outside, that in addition to all of the gifts that God has given them to use, in in addition to the perseverance and the labor of their lives, God will make sure the outcome is for the benefit of the kingdom. That makes tremendous confidence in a kid. They need to know that. You need to teach them that. One more thing. You say to yourself, okay, if they've got that, they're going to be all right. But what about me? I can tell you personally that knowing wonderful spiritual truths does not take away the tremendous emotional price of letting go somebody you love. Our family is very close. And when our kids have left, there's a hole in our heart about the size of a planet. And it will not get filled by anything other than that kid. But you know what God has taught us? He's taught us that we need to change our relationship. Watch this. Not in terms of distance, but in terms of difference. Most of us fear losing those we love because we think they'll become more distant. We don't understand that they will always be close to us because the form of the relationship changes and the relationship is different, but it's not more distant. Jesus first taught us that when he was talking about having to leave. He said, I'm going to go away from you. And the disciple says, we don't want you to go. And they said, no, no. He said, no, you don't understand. This is in John chapter 14 also. 12 through 16, I think. He says, I'm going to go away. Because if I go away, then the, the Father is going to send you. I'm going to ask the Father to send you the Holy Spirit. Now, and he could see the look on their eye. Okay, Holy Spirit, okay. Uh, what, okay, Comforter, okay. What, so what's going to happen then, you know? We're still going to be missing you. Jesus said this. No, no, no. You don't understand. It's going to be better than when I was here physically. You know why? Because the Holy Spirit's going to remind you of me all the time. He says, as a matter of fact, when I'm here physically, you can see me, the world can see me. But when I go away, we're going to be so close, the world won't be able to see me anymore, but you still will. You will see me in relationships just as clearly as I I was here physically. Do you see the difference here? Jesus didn't become more distant. He became different in his relationship, but was closer to them than he had ever been. 
The same thing can happen with you and those you let go. One last thing. The reason that we can let go is because God gives us the faith to know our relationship with with them is going to be even better, even closer in the future. That is a sincere possibility and a sincere desire. So we can do that. But meanwhile, we're standing here going, okay, now what do I do? I've always been a mom. I've always been a dad. Now what do I do? Well, God's got a job for you. Let me ask you a question. Do you think he put you through all of this just for a couple of kids? Do you, do you, think, you think you've gotten all this experience of caring for these, these kids and now, pff, yeah, it's all, yeah, it's, it's just a memory. No. You just now learn how to do this deal. You're a valuable commodity. You, you, you now look back at your mistakes. You know what to correct. You know how to love. You know what you did right and so on and so forth. This is what he's, he's going to send you to others. He's saying, stop, stop clinging to that one physical relationship that you had. I'm going to send you to others. And what we've had, I'm going to give to them. That's what he wants you to know. What you've had, he's going to give to others. So that there is this constant cycle of caring and letting go. Nurturing and growing up. You've just now got the hang of this. You don't give up on this process. Look for someone else to love and to care for. Pray with me. God, thank you for the wonderful privilege, but the horrible (laughs) delight of raising kids in order to let them go. Thank you for giving us the faith that you are more to them than we could ever be. And Father, every one of us, or maybe many of us tonight, have somebody in our lives that we really need to let go. And we've been unwilling because it's going to hurt too bad. And because we don't want them to get hurt. And because they're not ready yet. Like those stupid disciples of Jesus. They weren't ready yet. But Jesus turned them out anyhow. And we got to do the same thing. So God, help us. Help us picture right now that person we need to let go. Help us in that picture take their hand. And help us take that hand and put that hand into your hand. And then let go of it. And then help us watch them walk with you away. And then take us to the bleachers so we can cheer and shout and root for them for the rest of their lives. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.